Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Shares for Beginners. Weekend Watchlist. G'day and welcome back to Shares for Beginners Weekend Watchlist, where we'll be taking a close look at an individual company, sector or ETF that you may wish to consider for your watchlist. It's not a recommendation to buy, but a way for you to learn how experts screen for value. Joining me today is Henry Fung from MF&Co Asset Management. G'day, Henry. Hi, Phil. How are you doing? Today we're talking about Breville, and the ASX code is BRG, a very well-known Aussie company making small electrical kitchen appliances. Tell us a little bit about the company. So Breville is basically uh, what we view as more of a premium brand. Um, they've got two arms where one arm they're actually creating, producing their own products and another arm where they're uh, rebranding products. The main focus right now for me is is the, uh, the high-quality brand. So obviously they're an Australian manufacturer, and they've actually grown quite strong in the past year because of the COVID thing. Mm. It's actually quite interesting because as people started working from home and, and the way we work changed, uh, we started to see a lot more people want to replicate the, the type of coffees or type of food that they'd be having when they're going out to work. Uh, so they're willing to spend more on these premium type of products. Uh, Breville right now, um, they, they're pretty much global. Uh, but in America, that's where a, a very large chunk of the revenue comes from, and which is good to see because it's, it's very – it's hard to see a small Australian company grow to be a big one and be very successful overseas. So that's one of the reasons why we really like this. And 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 they're also a um, they manufacture here as well. Everything's done in Australia. That's right. That's right. And uh, that's incredible. I mean, absolutely. You, you, we don't have a reputation much anymore for being manufacturers. That's correct. So that's why I'm pretty excited about this company. So they um, they export um, directly from Australia. Their logistics and everything is um, Australia to the world. And how much um, how much are they involved in the United States? How big is the um, the market that they've they've captured, and how much is the potential there? In the U.S., just looking at their revenue numbers, about 75% of it comes from the U.S. Mm. So um, obviously, they're three times bigger than, than the, other, uh, the other combined areas, including ANZ, Australia, New Zealand, and Europe as well. Right now, with some of the forecasts that we have over there is that Morgan Stanley came out a report, there's a $9.7 billion potential opportunity for revenue growth over there, which is, which is massive. You know, just, just from America itself, then... That that's just huge. Now uh, they're starting to look into moving into Italy and so uh, and other countries as well. So um, they've got really big growth plans at the moment. Breville's been a stellar performer for a very long period. If you look at the price growth over the years, it's been an outstanding growth story. That's right. So over the past decade, they're up nine hundred percent, which uh, is, is if you're looking at anything, that's that's really that's that's done really really well. So what's the process that you go through in terms of evaluating this as being a um, a company worth investing in? The way we do things is generally from a top-down perspective rather than bottom-up. So um, a bottom-up tends to be people who look for good numbers and then look for a good story. So we do top-down where we're looking for a good story and then we look for the good numbers. So when we've picked up Breville, our thoughts were, yes, okay, the the work-from-home uh, style is 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 coming into vogue. People are starting to to spend in uh, appliances. When when COVID first hit, we were worried that people weren't going to spend. Uh, how wrong we were about that. <laughs> Instead of uh, going on holiday, people were actually buying more stuff, which is obviously a uh, positive for a company like Breville. Once we 
sort of recognize that segment and go, okay, well, there's a change. There's an opportunity there. That's when we start looking at, okay, what type of appliances, what type of companies that are available out there that, that are listed in Australia. And of course, that's how we came to Breville, which is expanding overseas, has a really good growth story. And uh, from there, we then look at the, the numbers. Uh, we look at, for example, um, what, what their revenue growth is looking like, uh, their EBIT growth, uh, look at their expenses, look at their leverage levels, look at their um, you know price to earnings multiples and return on equity, that, that sort of thing. So just all the more standard types of ratios just to make sure that the company is is on an even keel. Obviously, right now, uh, unfortunately, Bevel is a little bit expensive. So we're looking, you know, if we're looking for an entry, waiting for it to come back down a little bit before we go in. But the story itself is one thing that's really important. For me, uh, when it comes to growth stories and a growth uh, you know, growth stocks and growth stories, what's important is to spend more time on the qualitative valuation rather than quantitative. Quantitative tends to fix itself if they're growing. Um, qualitative is important. So what's the story, right? How is the management like? Where's where's their expansion plans? How good is, how good is the, the management dealing with those expansion plans? Um, so right now for us, with growth stocks especially, 60 to 70% or more of our focus is on the actual story itself, and uh, as long as they haven't, you know, got insane amounts of debt or they've got revenue that's going backwards and so forth, uh, a good story tends to uh, tends to fix those problems on uh, the quantitative side. So we, we're, we're more lenient on um, having a company with not as good quantitative numbers, for example, if it's too expensive, as long as the story is good and the story can bring those numbers up. One of the figures you mentioned in there was the EBIT growth. What is EBIT growth? Oh, EBIT for in terms of purposes, it's just basically the earnings before interest and tax. EBIT growth, it's just its earnings growth after everything's been uh, accounted for. So the cost of production is uh, taken into account as well and everything, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything is taken into account. The difference between quantitative and qualitative analysis is basically one's about the numbers and one's more about the perception of the story. Is that a good way of describing yep. it? So quantitative is the one where you're coming up with the models, you're doing the DCF evaluations, you're looking at the ratios and so forth. Those those are all very quantitative numbers. Those are numbers that we can pull from the annual report and so forth. Qualitative is all about the story, like, like you just said. So, you know, where's it growing? How's it growing? Uh, you know, what are the opportunities for them? Uh, things that you can't quantify you know, even even product quality or their, uh, you know, what, what their competitors are doing and so forth. Things that are really hard to quantify are, called, are the qualitative side. And qualitative is, I guess, uh, where the value comes from. Quantitative is, is easier to do. Everyone can just pull the annual report and compare it. And unfortunately, quantitative tends to be lagging because you're looking at stuff from, from the last financial year or the last uh, quarter or the last half year. But qualitative is all about looking forward. Right. And it's, identifying opportunities. That's right. That's right. So yeah. that's why qualitative is where the value is. Being able to do good research on the qualitative side, try to find things that others can't, that's what's mm-hmm. going to create value for you as an investor. So let's talk about the risks. In your article, which we'll uh, link to in the, um, the episode notes, there's uh, currency, supply chains, and freight costs. Yes. Uh, tell us a bit about that. So the supply chain disruptions, that's been a problem for Breville and pretty much everybody else. Um, if that, that also uh, ties into the freight costs. So freight costs are up more than, actually, since I wrote this, it's actually gone up for more than five times, I think to 10 times now. Freight costs are just completely out of control. You know, first we had that uh, uh, issue with the Suez Canal, but then we have another one with the uh, Shenzhen port where the COVID situation there is still happening. They're only running at 30% capacity. 
So everything is getting delayed. The cost of sending, you know, a 20 foot container is going ballistic. They've gone from 400 bucks, 500 bucks in the off season to more than 15K now, which is just a ridiculously crazy expense yeah so that that's a problem the other one as well is because factories around the world were getting shut down breville did go ahead and put together a bit more inventory because he knew there was disruptions but because more people bought more stuff they've actually started running into inventory issues as well um, having said that that's that's everybody so that's that's a that's a worldwide thing the the last thing i guess when terms to in terms of risk for this company is that 75% of the revenue comes from america so if we have a situation where the usd devalues and that aussie goes up um converting that revenue back into australian dollars is going to be uh it's going to take a hit um and that's just unfortunately just just the case with uh, we'll just have to see what happens if the us inflation gets out of control uh and their dollar goes you know you know it takes a hit then uh, that's going to be a problem. But once again, that's like like any other stock that's that's got um, a lot of revenue coming from the US. That's going to be a problem for them. Okay, Henry, thank you very much for your time today. It's a great explanation about a great Aussie company. No problem. Thanks for having me here. Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Shares for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.